0: This is Monday, April 5th. Happy Easter. It's time for our morning prayer and scripture. We serve a risen Savior, and this week we plan to walk through a majestic chapter of the New Testament where the resurrection of Jesus is unpacked and it's applied in our lives. Now, it's said that no sermon from the early church can be found that didn't make reference to the resurrection of Jesus. Because while the cross of Jesus secured our freedom, it was the resurrection of Jesus that proved this to the watching world. Now, you can imagine believing this. Well, that was a tough problem. We know death. We know how final it is. Now, people outside the faith often look at Christians. They think we're living in a dream world to believe this. Now, of course, no one wants to believe that we lose forever the people that we love when they die. We all want to believe they go off to live somewhere and somehow. But as they say, we know this is impossible. So you better have undeniable proof. You better have living evidence of the resurrection. Now indeed, the resurrection does seem like wishful thinking. It sounds so impossible. It's a nice idea. But is it really more than that? Let's get real. Let's be honest here. Now, among the members of the church in Corinth were some that were in this camp. This teaching that was so fundamental to believing the gospel was rejected by the very people that claimed to be in the faith. And this chapter is the place where Paul explains it to them. Here's our reading for today. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3 to 8. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he also appeared to me, as to one abnormally born. Now Paul begins this chapter with the overwhelming evidence, and he tells us that that this is what was passed on to him as part of the apostolic faith. This is the message that was shared with them by Jesus, it was accepted and known from the very beginning. Now, this faith didn't rest on wishful thinking. Well, Actually, the story of Jesus' resurrection begins the other way around. It begins with deep doubt. Matthew tells us that when the disciples saw Jesus alive, some of them just couldn't get it. Some refused to believe it. Luke says that they were startled and frightened, and they thought they saw a ghost. Jesus said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. That's Luke 24, verse 38 to 29. Now, if we think the disciples easily believe, then we are mistaken. They, too, had to be convinced. And as we learned in worship yesterday, Thomas flatly told the other disciples that unless he saw the wounds of Jesus, unless he touched those wounds, he would not believe. This is healthy skepticism. Yes, we should want to know this is true. Jesus never challenges Thomas's reasonable doubt. Instead, he appears to Thomas and lets Thomas see for himself. You see, Paul tells the Christians in Corinth, if you want to doubt the resurrection, get in line. The disciples knew how impossible and unthinkable this was. You see, the Jewish people, well, they had a general idea of a future life, but it never entered their minds that a man would come from the tomb alive. So whatever happened, well, it had to convince them and remember These were men that ran in fear when Jesus died. Men that had given up on Jesus. So you say, what happened? Well, Easter Sunday, Resurrection Day, Jesus appeared to them. And by the way, on the days that follow in all manner of situations. Here's one as Luke describes it from eyewitnesses that told him. And while they still did not believe it because of the joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. Now we know ghosts don't eat. Dead men don't walk and talk. Yet here was Jesus alive and in their midst, doing with them as he had done before he went to the cross. Paul says that Jesus appeared to the apostles and to various groups of people over many days. Sometimes he visited with two or three people. At other times, large crowds saw him, but they came to know against every doubt that Jesus was alive. We can have confidence in this word and in their experience of Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, remind us today that we serve a risen Savior. We live in a world that often denies that you exist. We trust what we see, and yet even our vision is faulty. We have such confidence in our own powers. Help us to grow in our confidence in you. Thank you that you raised up Jesus, and because of that you will also raise us up with him. Let that be a source of joy and peace for me today. For I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.